Hi, everybody. Thank you for downloading the podcast and for supporting the show. You are listening to Extreme Restraints University. Are you sure? (laughs) This is Extreme Restraint University. I'm Ian Rath. And let's all get in the Wayback Machine this month and go to seasons one through three. Aiden and I have been really fortunate over the last few years to have some extremely talented and beautiful people stop by to talk to us about their sex lives, their fetish lives, their BDSM, bondage life. Give us some insight into what they've done and how they got there. So in this episode, we're going to revisit Candlebox, Akira Lane, Erica Jordan, Casey Calvert, Annika Albright, Dixie Comet, Odette, Chanel Preston, Penny Pack, Skin Diamond, the Queen of Anal, Dana Diarmond, Shara Siobhan, and Aria Alexander. But first, just for fun, I put a little compilation together of Aiden being Aiden. I hope you enjoy it. On today's episode of XRU, no one's fucking That's paying right. attention. That's... If you don't know what that is, I can't help you. Okay, let's do the recap. Oh my god, it's hot. Fuck. Do you want the AC on? Are there seasons of this? Yes. I always talk about it. It's not. They look Yeah, they look really clean. Ew! I'm gonna throw up on this glass table. Yeah, it's been a long anal journey. One orgasm. Ah, 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 ah. Yes! Every time. Yes! It's time for anal! Do as you please. Nope. 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 No. <laughs> you don't know what to say to you. I'm clueless. Very, you very You just want lo- the jackals to get me? Just, yeah. Why you would want to lock that shit up, I have no idea. Can I have the big one? That was when I learned I can squirt, too. And I was like, this is crazy. Can you point in the stall how I should uh-huh. touch you? How the bad lady should touch you? Uh- you're not going to participate. All you're going to say is butthole. Butthole. Find out what Casey does. You can't get me to show up without me. Oh my god. Sweet. You know, you see what I have to put up with. Yeah, no, I've definitely done some bondage in my personal life. Would you like to be punished, John? I would say, we're starting now. I'm not the only one. Please tell me I'm not the only one. They want I'm just that. flirting. There's butt snuggling going on right now. I like that a lot. Factory package. I've never tried one of those. It's always a butt party at my house. Please. Pretty please. Pain slit. I love pain. Rolling. <laughs> you don't know what to say to you. So let's begin, shall we? We're just going to roll from one guest to the next, so it's bound to be a very bumpy ride. But to give you a clue, we're going to start with a little candle box talking about anal, segue into Akira Lane, go to Erica Jordan where she's going to talk about spanking, Casey Calvert with Miss Miranda where Miss Miranda is going to talk about her love of heavy leather, Annika Albright and masturbation, Vinda Dixie Comet and a little enema play, Odette where she's going to talk about suction play, Chanel Preston, Penny Pax, Skin Diamond, Dana Diarmond, I don't know what Dana's going to talk about. Let me see, maybe anal. Shara Siobhan and G-Spot Orgasms, and we're going to round it out with Aria Alexander talking about negotiation. Shall we begin? You don't. It's enema play is different than enemas in preparation for anal play, especially if you're doing it by yourself in preparation to play with somebody else. You only need to clean out the lower part of your rectum. You don't need to roto-rooter and stir and your that, pod. And that's not a storage facility anyway. It's not a storage facility. You you just clean out the lower portion. What you want to do is a little squeezy bottle, which usually comes with lubrication on the tip. Mm-hmm. If you need more, you can always put more. Um, in a comfortable spot, in your restroom, by yourself, maybe some candles, make it romantic, whatever. Um, And just one or two bottles until it comes out clear 
and then you should be set. Mm -hmm. And you can do that right before. Yeah, you don't have to bear down. You're not you're not cleaning out your no. whole. Very gently in the mm -hmm. anal area when you and first start. Feel more lubed up when you're actually doing anal play after using those the little animals. Does it for you? Oh yeah, I feel like I can get a lot more going on in there because I guess it's lubed up more. And the warm water. Yeah. An another thing about the anal play is that your body will self lubricate. Um, there will be some lube coming out naturally, mm -hmm. and you're getting aroused. So you have some vaginal juices going on in there, and it's and it may look intimidating at first. The thing to remember is just breathe. Keep your eyes open. When you close your eyes, you're going to have all that sensory overload going on, kind of like a blind person who has a better sense of smell. Keep it open, be aware of what's going on, and go slowly. If you're new and you're a top or a bottom, uh, this game is about attention and paying yeah. attention to people or getting attention paid to you as well as control. Uh, what's appropriate to use as a punishment or a deterrent is corner time. I love, I love using corner time. <laughs> if really you are do. a bad submissive, if you're a top and you want to punish your submissive, put them in the corner if they're bad. Yeah. Don't, don't spank them, don't flog them, don't fuck their ass. I don't actually think any of these things should be used as punishment for anything anyone they actually They should be used as bad. positive reinforcement. Positive reinforcement. Use corner time. Now, corner time is just what it says. It's like being put in the corner and abandonment. Yes. And abandonment, and it's not abandonment for hours or days, nope. maybe nope. a 10 minute period or yes. a 20 minute period. Mm like you would a child, yep. and that that's horrible. And it's non-evasive. Use non-evasive techniques. Use now, as uh, the illustrious Miss Star over here said, she would like to uh, strip the clothes off this one. Uh, so we, we're gonna show you about some entry-level toys, so we're gonna be right back with you. So you like spanking, you're a big spanking fan. I was saying that Do you like to be spanked or do you like to spank people? I, I've, I've always spanked other people, but I was at this event on Dykes Day, which is a, an official holiday, uh, where they had a professional spanking booth and I had to take a shot, because why not, when in Rome. And this person is someone who actually studies the art of spanking and they, they they gave me a blindfold and had me grab onto the chair. We have blindfolds. We have blindfolds. It was absolutely an amazing experience. I mean, I was trembling the whole way home. It's it's very cathartic and surreal. You kind of escape your body. It's very rhythmic. There's definitely an art to it, and you can't just spank. That she had one hand on my shoulder and she was caressing and being very gentle. That's and mm -hmm. It was just a very amazing experience. I'm definitely pro spanking. Um, so did you sexualize it? Did it did it make you wet? Did you get off on oh, it? Oh, definitely. I had to go afterward? home and masturbate. And that's where mittens are very helpful as well, because I use that with my clients. I put mittens on their hands. Yeah, you were saying, because a lot yeah, of guys come yeah. in and immediately start jacking off. Because they want to start touching themselves straight away. Well, that's not allowed. No. You know, you have to wait for that. Yes. So, and you have to earn that. You have to earn so, it. Yeah. <laughs> so, straight away mittens. Yeah. No touching yourself. Mm -hmm. So, what, collar, mittens. Mittens, yeah. Hands back quite often, and then I can add a hood, hood. or a gag. Mm -hmm. And just really go on from there. I quite often put rope to hold plugs in. Yes. Mm -hmm. So even when the submissive is walking around, he's got that permanent reminder mm -hmm. um, <laughs> of who is leading the scene. So um, there's, well, you know, there's, it really depends on who you're playing with. Obviously, mm -hmm. um, everyone here's different. So I'm playing with multiple people um, every day. Never the same, you know, primary partner. It's always, you know, some pros on obviously. So um, right. everyone's slightly different, but. Well, I think there's a huge difference if you're pro-doming and you're playing with clients of or course. if you're playing with a primary partner yeah. and you've got that huge connection, connection. with somebody. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The sewing machine, the fan, the tea kettle, the toaster, 
and the vibrator. All you really need as a lady, really, is a sewing machine and a vibrator. You could probably plug them in too. You don't need a tea kettle or no, an electric fan? not really. And it was actually, they uh, electrified these a things open. a decade before they had even thought about uh, doing what? Doing the vacuum cleaner or the electric iron. So I guess as long mm. as you can get yourself off. Ladies, it is yeah. more important to get off than vacuum. It is. Women's work should be in the bedroom instead of in the kitchen. <laughs> so what I found really interesting in doing this research is they, Hamilton Beach was running ads in women's periodicals during the time. And it wasn't until the 1920s that these fell out of favor because <gasps> what creeped in? Oh my God, porn creeped in. Stag films. Stag films. So because those came up, it became unseemly to show vibrators in women's magazines. So all advertising disappeared. Poor ladies, you've just been been so taken advantage of and, and not thought of in a good light for decades. Besides sexu the sexualization of enemas, men adore enemas because they put pressure on your prostate. Yes. Mm -hmm. And women adore enemas because they put pressure on your G-spot. They put pressure on your G-spot because you can fill up the lower anal cavity in such a way that it actually pushes into the vaginal wall and into the G-spot. And there's all of those nerves, sex nerves, in the ring of your anus as well. Right. And that's good for ladies and men. And it gives you, that f gives you that full feeling. So when did, okay, so Dixie. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> Hi, <laughs> Hi yeah. baby. So how did you start in, in fetish? Tell, tell me. How did I start in, in fetish? I mean, what did you start with? Did you start with bondage? Did you start with S&M? Yes. A little DS? Um, Some mostly... lover grabbed you by the throat and you went, this is so hot. Well, <laughs> if you want to get that specific, yes. You know, like I've always, growing up, you know, being a teenager, was always interested in, you know, the weird stuff, you know. Like, the weird stuff. Like the spankings and the choking. But I never was really with anybody that, you know. Knew how to do it? Knew Could how to do it. To you. Or like yeah. seemed a little bit interested, never brought it to the table. And I'm like one of those people that, you know, I'm not going to and like, hey, you really? You never, yeah. you never were with somebody and said, I'd really like you to spank me. You yeah, never no, did her that? boyfriend solicited me to play with her. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's not such a bad thing. No, it's great. Yeah, it's fantastic. Absolutely. So fantastic. you never solicited a lover to? No. You, no. you, you never, like, really? really? So how did you Truly. get your fix? Did um, you just wait for lovers that would just all of a sudden bend you over and spank your ass? Honestly, mm -hmm. like, I discovered my kinkiness and was able to, like, you know, explore it more when I started shooting, which is crazy. But. No, it's not that crazy. I know, <laughs> I know so many uh, women in fetish that got into fetish modeling so they could explore their kinky side mm -hmm. in, a, in a safer, yes. more orchestrated manner. Because with really experienced partners. With experienced partners, because mm -hmm. they, they couldn't find what they wanted out in the big vanilla world, mm -hmm. so they went to a place that they could actually find it and yes. go, okay, you do spanking videos. I wanna work for you. Do you like my ass? Spank it, because I really dig this and it makes me really wet. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And I'll come really hard. Yep. So, so really, so that's what you did? That's what I did. And I wasn't, you know, I was a little, in my mid-twenties, so. Were you a little I'm naive? kind of a late, late, bloomer. late bloomer. So were you a little naive when you started? Or did you have very specific um, things you wanted to experience? I am open to everything. I always like to try everything once. Because new experiences are fun and like adventure. And things you didn't like yeah. the first time, you want to try it a second time just to make sure? Of course. Okay. Always. Always. I like that <laughs> philosophy. I like that philosophy mm -hmm. a lot. So when did you start to anonymous? 
When did I what? Start doing enemas. What, Start doing enemas. What, we have a host of things on the table. Well, that we're, uh, I would say probably. Mm, Maybe two years ago or so. Did you start doing enemas because of because you sexualized enemas, or did you start doing enemas because you wanted to be clean, I, or did you start doing enemas because you're a anal girl? I started doing enemas to be clean, but for anal sex. Okay. So, yeah, kind of, you know. Now the thing about doing enemas for anal sex is your lower intestine is not a storage reservoir. So if you just want to be clean when you're doing anal, you just need like a little swish out down there. You're yeah, that's what This I is would... great to talk about. Yeah, this you're... is a fantastic topic. She's delicate and sweet. Mm -hmm. Young. Yeah. Most. Mostly. Most days. Most days. Most times of the day. You're not totally crazy? No, it's a functioning insanity. Oh, what a plus. Yeah. How yeah. old are you, Odette? 24. And how long have you been a bondage model for? Uh, over five years now. Oh, um, a little pervy. Rounding up five and a half years, yes. 2007, 2008. And did you always know that you wanted to be a bondage model when you grew up, or did it come to you by accident? I always knew that I wanted to be naked in front of people. Okay. And Huge exhibitionist. Big yes. You like being naked. Oh, yes. I used to steal my parents' Polaroid cameras and make little self selfies. Uh, even before I had access to a computer, even before I ever saw porn. I didn't realize that I, what I was doing was making porn in a lot of ways. You're doing so, is, are, is, okay, yeah. so is se I'm naked there. selfies porn, or is that just expressionism? It's expressionism. It's expressionism. Yeah. We'll say it's art. It's art. It's art. We'll go with so art. making we'll some art, and we'll then... We'll say it has socially redeeming value. I, I feel like Just saying. It opened a lot of doors for me just first doing more artistic work, mm -hmm. and then once I moved to LA, there's a lot of watershed from the artistic community into the bondage community. Are you into, an artist, uh, Odette? Yes, what I kind of paint. I painted a... Uh, Sorry, she's so pretty, I can't <laughs> help but look at her. I've painted uh, <laughs> since I was a little kid, mm -hmm. and um, so I was originally an art model to get studio time because I was too broke to pay for a studio. And I would meet photographers, especially when I moved to LA for school, who also did uh, bondage shoots and would introduce me to other people. And were you interested in fetish before you started? Um, I down knew the road as I being had fetishes. A, a model? I knew I had fetishes, and I knew that I also was really lacking in exploration mm -hmm. because back where I grew up in Maine. Mm -hmm. It was hard to find someone to play with who wanted to try things out on me or vice versa. Right. So we hear that a lot. Uh, shoots really were a way for me to safely explore a, a lot uh, of, a, and learn more about what I do like. A lot of bondage models do mm -hmm. that. It's it's a. I don't know if it's. I would imagine. Is it still safe to do that? Is it still safe to go out yeah. and uh, to be a bondage model? To be a bondage model, more or less. I think you're mm -hmm. one of the only ones that I actually know anymore. I used to know a lot of bondage models who and 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 the distinction for bondage models is that generally they don't have agents who book the stuff for them. Right. They book it themselves. So there. It, it, so the screening process it, it depends on the model and how. Mm -hmm. uh, how good of a screener they are when it comes to people who want to shoot them. Agreed. And, right. and it, they, ha they have you need to, to be rely safe. on instincts. So mm -hmm. the first time you, you had any of the uh, pumps tried on you, yes. uh, this was on a shoot. Yes. Correct? And, and I, I, I never knew that 
I I didn't know they existed to be honest. And I was so naive coming from Maine. And as soon as I tried them, I thought this looks really cool. I love also changes, transformation like contrasts and bodies. So the fact that it was changing the way my body looked right in front of me, plus it felt really neat mm -hmm. at the same time. So it was visually stimulating and physically. And physically stimulating. Yeah. Well, pantyhose or whatever. Remember, the only rules that need be applied are rules of consensuality and sanity. Safety. Safety. Mm -hmm. Sanity comes under safety. Don't play with crazy people. Wait Don't a minute, that. that's eight-tenths right. of the people I've ever played with. <laughs> What's crazy? What's crazy? You and I break the rules all the time. <laughs> We're bad. These are the rules for you guys. <laughs> yeah, we don't have to follow these. Rules for you. Do as I say, not yeah, as I do. Exactly. Okay, Dad. So. I like when you call me Dad. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, yeah. So we're taking this stuff away. All right. So have we... Um, <laughs> no more dildos. Have we talked about... I keep hoarding them. Have we talked about glass enough? So glass comes... Glass is good. Um, Glasses, glass people like them aesthetically. I mean, because... And they're pretty. They're, they're very artsy. creative. Yeah. You can kind it's of beautiful. see into them or past them sometimes, especially if you shine a light in there, which oh, is nice. Oh, that's fun. Like, that's sexy. Yeah, some of um, the glass butt plugs. And the glass toys and the metal toys you can do temperature play with. If I would have known you were such a, an anal girl, we could have done uh, had you on a butt plug show. Cause well, next time. Next, next time. time yeah. Next time we'll stick things. Um, uh, what would you call face? it? A face, face harness. A face, face harness. harness. Mm -hmm. um, I wasn't really prepared for all the effort that it was going to take, but <laughs> the visual stimulation was more than enough to. Because you're right up in there. To, exactly. Like, it's, I mean, it's your front row seat, so. <laughs> <laughs> You pretty much get distracted by what's what's going on in front of you. But face. a lot of effort to. It is. It is a lot. Um, Very physical. Yeah, I'm surprised. It takes a lot of work to to use a penis. But it takes a lot of. Yes, it does. <laughs> but it takes a lot of work to fuck too. Yes. So great. if you're wearing the strap on a regular, um, a regular strap on. Mm -hmm. Were you, was it a little daunting the first time you did that? Yeah, I mean, I was surprised just how much work it actually uh, is to be doing the fucking as opposed to getting fucked. But I liked it. I definitely enjoyed like being a little more dominant and being in control of the, the sex. Interesting fact about the motion for strap-on fucking. Um, it is the same motion as twerking. If you guys are seeing us <laughs> really? on the internet, which you are seeing us on the internet, I'm sure you're aware of twerking and that popping of your hips. Is the same action as Is a as very fucking? similar motion. So if you're taking mm. twerking in twerking. like twerking, 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 yes. yes, I've heard it. I've never said it, obviously. That's okay. So if you're taking it's, twerking it's your, it's, in, I'm popping your twerking cherry right now. Yeah, thank you very much. You're welcome. I need that. Okay. So if you're taking twerking, and I know that some of the pole dance classes give lessons in on it, twerking, and some of the dance classes. So if you're in a dance class and mm -hmm. you take that and you get good at it, you're halfway to being an excellent strap-on fucker. Is that yes, what you're you saying? are. It's the same muscles that you activate for twerking and for the backward and forward motion of the hip movement that you use during a gyration of strap-on fucking. Uh. Obviously, there's other motions besides the backward and forward motion, but that is one of them. How do you um, how do you like to experience orgasm? Speaking of pleasure. Speaking of pleasure. How do you specifically like to experience orgasm? Are you a clitoral girl? Are you a G-spot girl? Are you an anal girl? Do you like to have your your erogenous zone stimulated, your nipples stimulated, your feet stimulated while you orgasm? How does it work for you? I just see this answer, all of the above. I'm, like, <laughs> I'm all Funny. of the above. Deep. I'm asking All her. of the above. Yes. I mean, I like F. all of those things. What What I really like is variety, though, because okay. I'm the type of person that I get bored easily if things get too 
you know, Stale. routine. Yeah, right. mm-hmm. like it gets boring. So I like mixing it up like one day, maybe have it be really rough and lots of um, inner grinding really when it's really deep and you're just like slow pumps all the way inside with penetration with lots of penetration and then other times it's really nice to just have lots of clitoral Mm -hmm. it's nice to have both I like anal (laughs) so when you masturbate do you do you vary it up when you masturbate also I I sometimes do I tend to like doing it for other people though when I'm doing that like like sending naughty videos to people and trying new things. I want to get on that list. Do you want to get on that list? I want to be. Yeah, I want to be on that list. Do you have a list? You, you Do you have Google? On? You're on the list. <laughs> You're already on the list. You're already at this party. It's Skin Diamond. Look her up on Google. She does a ton of porn. So, but if you if it's a random Tuesday, and all of a sudden you go, I just want to get off. I want to rub well, one out. I usually, when I'm just wanting to get off, I'm a little lazy and I just. Uh, yeah, I get my Hitachi out and quick buzz buzz, I'm coming and then I can go about my day. Good. Okay, <laughs> so this bodes the question, when did you jack off last? Was it this morning, last night, um, two days ago? Do you masturbate every, how many times a week do you think you, you, I you do yourself? I jacked off alone mm-hmm. the night before last. Okay, yeah, we're just talking alone right now. Yeah. Just alone. Because she has a partner. Because you have yes. a partner. Yeah, so it was uh, the night before last and that was to send a naughty a naughty video? <laughs> the beginning of my sexual career, I would say. <laughs> and I and I used to uh, be like a little bit of a party animal, and so I think that kind of... <laughs> that kind of... A lot of people learn how to do anal by uh, having a few drinks, and not that I would recommend it professionally, but... Or even privately? Um, should be something that should be walked into and yeah. done with a, a clear Maybe. and sober head, you think? Well, yes. now that I... I'm older and wiser. Okay. I know the difference. <laughs> but when you are maybe barely legal, right? you're like, eh, do some underage drinking and maybe stick a few fingers in my butt, maybe get fucked in my ass a little bit. Was the first time Google. that you experienced anal with a partner or solo? I don't remember. You don't remember? So, so long so, ago. It was so, very long ago. So you've been doing anal for a while now. Was it? Had you been doing anal for a while before you found out that you needed to clean out? Mm, that's a good question. Yeah, I never it never really crossed my mind in, uh, earlier. No, it never really because crossed I, my mind in earlier really, either. I really do believe. <laughs> it's like there's a butthole. Let's fuck it. The Let's play with it. The difference between yeah. doing it at home and doing it in a movie is at home it's okay to have a little bit of a dirty butt. Especially if you're in the shower. <laughs> yeah. Especially no, if you're in the shower no, and it washes no, against. I rail against that. I think Why? That, uh, because I want you to be clean. I want you to, yeah. your asshole to be like a whistle. I just want it to I'm be squeaky cool, clean. I'm cool, ladies, if you're a little dirty and we're in the shower and I'm fucking you. Well, if, if, Especially with some uh, Crisco. Yeah, if mess happens, yes. you just deal with it. It's yes. no big deal. It's no big completely deal. natural. But uh, as, as Aiden has stated on every, sh- every show we've ever done uh, with Analyst Topic, clean out you don't have to do like a high colonic yeah don't You're, rotor your don't rooter. rooter yeah just, just <laughs> <laughs> don't there, stir your pot just a little boutique there. a little <laughs> please right and it's i would love to learn how to do this teach me how to do this yeah everybody wants to learn how to do i want to learn how to right. do this teach me how to do this so um what i started with was he was just showing me where to put my finger and I mean, I'm not sure how to do the, like, if this is my, uh, well, that's not my vagina, but if this was a vaginal opening, you would want to put your finger just right under the bone, like, like 
and up, you know. The Mons. Right, like, yeah. Okay. Right inside, right past inside. the mons. So you can feel the inside of the bone against your fingers. Right. Like, I am familiar with that portion of the vagina. I know you <laughs> I've seen you do it. I've, I've been there before. I've seen him do yeah. it. Yeah. Once in a dream. Yeah. <laughs> and and literally only like just the fingertip deep. Like, okay. like only not okay, more so than I'm, an I'm, inch. I'm in. I right. curved my finger just a little right very gently. In it. And when you wiggle around in that area, you'll start to feel like, kind of like a little lump. The squishy walnut. The squishy yeah. walnut, or like raisins. Ladies little raisins. squishy right. walnut. Like Lady right. raisins. Too, yes, which is the G-spot. The G-spot. Right, and exactly. And then the more you rub it, it changes how it feels. Mm -hmm. It kind of swells it hardens, with, it hardens, swells with blood. It'll drop down more, so it becomes, it feels more predominant. If you put pressure mm. on it, then it will like swell even more. But you have to so, start that really slowly. slowly because if you, you do it fast, your, your arm's gonna get fatigued and you're gonna get frustrated and you're gonna wanna give up. Like, I can't do it, you know? So like, it's not like, come now, do it, squirt now. Right. It's something you gotta ease you have on to, into. So just really, just really gently, like just playing right at that, you know, roof opening right inside the top of the vagina for a while, like, I mean, I was sitting there diddling myself, and I was just like, I couldn't believe that guy was giving me the time. Huh? I'm probably kinky more than sex positive. So how did you get into bondage? How did you How did you start getting into fetish? How did you find do out I, you like to be we, spanked? Do we go back from way beginning, or do we start from like professionally? No, we'd start way. We'd yeah, start I way say back. way beginning. Cowboy way beginning. and Indian, and I always wanted to be the Indian girl and get tied up to it. Oh, that's like almost the same as my story, of course. Really? Yeah. Well, were you the one and tied? I, you, were, I you wanted to be the cowboy, so you'd be tying. Um, I played Manhunt, which is like an aggressive form of hide-and-seek that has a jail, and I was the jailer. <laughs> okay, it's Big all... Big surprise. It's all starting to make sense now. Oh, See, I was, a, I was like an Indian. So I you always would like purposely get caught. So you would get caught and tied up? Tied and then up. I almost oh, wore so my hot. cowboy boots today. Oh, that would have been cool. I was going I to. You could have. I would have given Akira a fucking boner. That and a um, geisha girl. Because I had kimonos, so it was like, with the cousins we used to it just gets how better. to tie with the different ropes and I think we should just stuff. do that. <laughs> Did you bring a kimono? I, I've got kimonos yeah, at home. I'll run over. Let's, just go, to, let's just go to Ian Rath's house. That's right. <sighs> Sorry, you guys. We can't do this for yeah. you. We're, we're, we're going to be busy the rest of the afternoon. Yeah. Sorry. Merry Christmas. We need to go. Yeah, we're going to do... <laughs> Happy, Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Whatever. Happy New Year. we got to go. That's right. You Season greetings. I need to go tie up a Caroline now. You have a Chinese outfit, too. Yeah, I got lots of stuff. Oh, see? Oh, Lord. I got more stuff than really should be allowed by law <laughs> to have. Because, one, I work here and I've been collecting stuff Me for too. 20 years, so. Mm -hmm. You have a whole room of it. Yeah, I have a whole yeah. I do, too. I, I, I have stuff. And I give a lot of stuff away because if I haven't used it in a couple of years, somebody should have it, shouldn't they? Right. It, things are meant to use. Yeah, especially so, these things. Especially mm -hmm. this stuff. I um, bring a nondescript leather collar, not a special matching collar. And when I do matching collars mm -hmm. with my subs, I actually have a top and bottom collar set. Mm -hmm. um, that Very are, sexy. That are chrome, actually, they're yours. Um, <laughs> um, my shiny fetish. Shiny fetish. My top collar set has no ring on it, which is how you can tell very easily if you're looking at someone at a BDSM party who's a top and who's a bottom. Well, does their necklace have a ring on it? Because mm -hmm. if their necklace doesn't have a ring on it, they probably identify as a top. top. And if their necklace does have a ring on it, they probably identify as a bottom. Not yeah. your bottom, but a bottom. So chances are they belong to someone at the party, so you might want to ask about that. And that's another way that I do it to mark 
who I came there with. They were right. in my cuffs and collars. And I've seen people at parties just walk up to women and or men wearing collars and all of a sudden go, well, you're submissive, you'll do what I say. That's not right. No, that's bullshit. Just because they're sub, it doesn't mean they're your sub. That's and right. the only real way you can tell them what to do is if you have a predetermined relationship with them. Mm -hmm. So you, it's very bad manners very to bad manners. walk up to somebody just because they have a collar on and go, you'll do as I say. And so your response if you're a bottom or a sub can just be, no, fuck off, go I away. I think it's extremely rude to ever presume to do that to anybody yeah. that you haven't had a negotiation with, which is why I'm glad that we put negotiation with a new person in this segment because I not only bring my equipment, but I bring my manners. Mm -hmm. Bring to, your manners. I bring my manners that goes in my toy bag, and I bring my, um, my sense of negotiation in my toy bag with me every time too. Yeah. Very good. Yeah, bring bring a sense of manners and a mm -hmm. sense of protocol, whether it's a play scene between you and your partner at home or you've gone to a party or an event. Politeness, Politeness. manners, so respect important. go a long, long way. So you were saying you like to you like to build your toy bag like you like to play. Yes. So you like <laughs> to start Aiden likes to start touchy like I touchy, do. Touchy so, people. and then I put my things on someone because that's still my touch. So, a lot and of now advice. we're gonna stick things in Siobhan's pussy. Mm -hmm. So, we're gonna strip her down. Mm -hmm. Are you up for that? Yep. We're gonna strip her down. Yay. Yay! And we will be right back. This is Ian Rath. Thank you for downloading and enjoying the podcast. XRU is brought to you by ExtremeRestraints.com. ExtremeRestraints.com and XRU believe that adults of all genders, orientations, cultures, identities, and abilities have the right to choose their sexual identity and express without fear of judgment or persecution. We support the right to intimacy and passion in sexual relationships, the pursuit of sex-positive education and sexual desires, to help educate people to have healthy and fulfilling sex lives, and to encourage Encourage sexual exploration and enhance sexual wellness. Well, that was a fun little trip down memory lane. And now it's time to move on to the demo portion of the show, which I never really know how well it plays on the podcast. If you're able to watch us on XRUniversity.com and get the video portion, I think it may be a little more entertaining, but to each their own. So, shall we begin and listen to everybody have a nice orgasm? Nipple clamps go behind the nipple on the areola, and as you squeeze it, you want to look into their eyes so you can read where you're at. There, that's about all she's going to take on there for that one. Oh, thank you. And we're going to do the one on the other side. And we're going to do the same thing. And I'm going to get it started. And then I'm going to look into her pretty eyes. And her eyes are going to tell me where she's at. Her eyes, her body posture, what her skin feels like is going to let me know if I'm still good to continue or if I need to take them off immediately. Shake. Make them ring. It's like Christmas. I don't believe, I do not believe that that wand is on your clip. Is that wand on your clip? <laughs> Who's moving it? Who's moving it? Is Aiden moving it? No. Or are you moving it? Center up, bring it so it's on your little pretty clip. Oh. Is that better? Is that yes. where it's supposed to be? Yes, that. Then stay. Stay. Now, could Aiden, I and, I, your butt cheeks? Oh, Aiden yeah. and I could just sit back now mm -hmm. yes. and hang out and watch. 
and smoke cigars. Yes, big fat ones. Big fat cigars and have a cognac or some Calvados. And we've got a show. <laughs> They're meant for animals. They're pretty serious. And you want to stay inside of the sweet spot area, thighs, the good area, and stay below the bad area. So this is your everything up from here to there is a no area. Mm -hmm. But you can hit up in the shoulder blades. You can hit the shoulder blades for sure. Now, I'm not driving the blows into her butt. Because You're snapping she's it. Little and she's the girl and she's already red. I don't want to leave any marks. So yeah, you snap with a flick of your wrist like that. It's all in the wrist. All in the wrist. It's it, really not... it's all in the mouth, but right now it's in the wrist. It's a finesse tool. It's a finesse tool. It's a finesse tool. Anything you hit somebody with is a finesse tool. I was commenting the other day people ask me how to talk and I could go on and on and on for hours and hours and hours about how to talk but there's really only one rule don't miss metal cane for instance mm. oh, oh. oh fuck oh. and I'm just standing here I'm not doing a lot body plate twilight wand metal cane It's got one little end the electricity is going to come out. Less surface area. Less Ooh. surface area. So if I was going to be really good about this, turn it down. I would turn it down. <laughs> and because she's not mine, I'll turn it down. Whoa. Oh, fuck. I turned it down. Whoa. You want to be careful Whoa. with metal toys that have single points because this is the instance where sometimes there are marks if you yeah. press it hard enough. Now, and because it's down to a really single, narrow, tiny point, it amplifies it. Mm -hmm. So you want to turn it down, you want to know what surface area you're using. Now, same thing with the metal dildo. Go ahead and um, kick your legs forward. Put the bands back on the top of the pussy where we discussed. And then it's see the button right there? Yeah. There's a button on the left. So you can right. touch wherever oh. on the body you want. Ooh. Wherever on the body or on the tongue. Yep. You're a bud. You're a true pal. Uh, you're a friend. You're a true friend to somebody who keep the butt plug in your ass right before so you, you come. So you don't blow it across the room and break it. That happens. Yeah, it does. Come on. Uh, Let's go. Ooh, I could just walk over and unplug this thing. Uh, leave you in the lurch. So mean. You know, when you say it's mean, it just makes it sound... Makes you want to do it? Makes me want to do it even yeah. more. Uh, Five. Four. Three. Two, uh, one. Uh, uh, 
part of the middle. <laughs> I don't know, I ever saw somebody smile so much when they came. She likes it. She likes it. More. More, more, more. Oh, more, more. Oh, can you um, can you come on command? Is that one of your talents? Can you give me a countdown. Can you can you come on a countdown? Give me a twenty from twenty. Oh from twenty. I oh, need greedy, greedy girl. She well, I was thinking ten. Fifteen. Fifteen? I'm still thinking ten. Okay. Okay, ten. Eight, Eight. Seven. Seven. Six. Six. Five. Five. Tilt your pelvis down. Tilt your pelvis down. There. Where were we? Three. Two. Do we have a chat? Do we have a chat? Yeah, let's let's chat. Would you like a coffee? Yeah, I do. Oh, wait, let's go like go a coffee? Let's go we get a coffee. because we're Just friends and yeah. you know friends can be competitive <laughs> okay now you've distracted me by what i don't know by making it a competition uh, <laughs> it's not really competition Cry, i was just saying big, big crocodile tears uh, uh -huh. oh my god <laughs> i can feel her body <laughs> Like I'll know when she's about to come. All that you do is make it come harder. Other things. Uh, oh. Oh my God. <sighs> okay. Okay. Oh. 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 
intense but because it kind of there's because it's a larger surface area it kind of uh, it makes it easier to handle Tell me you love me. We've been friends for a long time. <laughs> uh, 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 that? Good? Oh, this is putting great. the ball right on your G spot. Yeah, it's just, not even in very far. No, just right in there. And the weight and the pressure. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just, do the same thing. I'm like, oh, thank you so much. Right. This is what I was like, I could cheat with my fingers. See, I'm just putting pressure right now. I'm not even. Oh, and I can feel it. I can see your uh, pussy twitching. Like your entire pussy is contracting. Yeah. And I'm totally like either barely or not really moving it. Mm-hmm. It's just the pressure. Oh my gosh. Uh, <sighs> nice. <laughs> Geyser. Yeah, this toy is very nice. I, I like them one. all, but <laughs> but but what I was saying when we're at the table discussion is, for me, like the pressure is what really helps. 
So I'll really get it hard out. material yeah. works for you. Right, right. Mm. But not everyone probably wants... Everyone's body is know. different. Some people want a softer toy. Some people want a harder toy. Some people want a smaller toy. Some people want a bigger toy. It's different for everybody. <laughs> You're very well hydrated there, little right. horror, I tried. <laughs> good job. Very good. Water and coffee. Mmm. Oh, it smells so good. <laughs> Now we're really testing this sheet out. In a nice way. In a good way? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh-oh. Now drool. You feel free. <laughs> Just drool your little ass off. This is what we call the ball gag talk. Yeah, ball gag talk. <laughs> Anybody who's done this very long knows how to ball gag talk. Uh -huh. I mean, you can understand it too, right? Yes, I can understand mm -hmm. it too. I don't know if you can understand it. Mm -hmm. I just want you to drool. All you're going to do right now, what you're going to do for us, is you're just going to drool mm -hmm. and you're going to come. Can you do those mm -hmm. two things? Are you capable of doing mm -hmm. those two things at simultaneously? Mm -hmm. No talking, mm -hmm. just drooling and coming. Can you drool and come? Yes. Mm -hmm. And I'm using the Arcana in this pulse mm -hmm. mode where I'm just controlling the juice with this button on the side. And I have it, the e-stim on a nice low setting and the vibrator on completely high. Because right now we're trying to get her to come. So I want to overload her with pain. I want to overload her with pleasure and then just sprinkle the pain on top like sugar. I don't see you drool. You had two jobs. Two jobs, drooling and coming, and you're not doing one of them. Down, drool. There we go. Come on. Come on. Come at will. If you want to come, you go ahead. Yeah? Is this you coming? She's trying to get away. You got to hold her down. Get my party dress all sweaty. Somebody's paying for drug cleaning. You got another one in there? You got another one in there? Is there another you one come in again? there? Yeah? Good girl. Well. Yes? We're going to go have lunch. We're just going to leave her here all day to just masturbate on her own. See you next time. So, see you next time. Bye-bye. Well, that wraps up this month's podcast. I hope everybody enjoyed our little trip down memory lane, seasons one through three. 
Aiden and I truly enjoy doing this show, bringing everybody a little look into the fetish lifestyle and community. Next month, we're back to our regular scheduled programming. We'll have Penny Packs on. We'll be discussing fucking machines. So until then, everybody treat each other with kindness, and we will see you next month.